This Table Talk is made possible by Chronic and Mighty, a newsletter from themighty.com. I'm Sky, and today I'm joined by... I'm Kat. I'm Shruti. And today we're talking about the concept of wellness and why it can be so harmful. So folks, uh, wellness, if you ask me, is a loaded term. And so I think we should take a moment to define it, maybe what it actually means and how our society views it. What does it even mean to be well or to have wellness? So I think the first thing that we need to break down is how wellness has become the golden standard of existence, right? The way it's now viewed is that you are either well or you are unwell. And if you are unwell, you're not living your best life. You're not doing the most that you can. And I think where the mighty comes into this is that, like, all of us live with health conditions. At some periods, we are unwell, but that does not make us less than. So I feel like that's kind of like where where wellness stems from. What about you, Shruti? It's interesting because this concept has been around for centuries in the ancient cultures. Wellness meant something entirely different. I read that somewhere in the 1960s when Guy came up and said, hey, let's put fitness and well-being together. And then he coined the word wellness. And again, it didn't get much of traction back then. But eventually, somewhere along the line, wellness somehow became the opposite of illness, which is funny. And somewhere along the line, of course, people decide that there's money to be made over here. We live in this world where they teach us in marketing that you need to create a blue ocean for yourself if you have to make more money. You have to create something so new, so so randomly ridiculous that you would create a market. And until people told you dark circles were bad, you didn't realize they were bad. It was just dark circles. But people told you it's bad and here's the solution. And that's what they've done with wellness as well. They have told you there are aspects of your life that are not okay that the way it is. And they are selling you fixes for it. And that's become the idea of wellness. However, it's more multidimensional than that. It's not about aesthetics. It's not about how you look. It's not about luxury. It's not about exclusivity. It's not about this golden standard of health. It's about every dimension in your life. I read a lot on Ayurveda. So it's mentioned even over there, as it is anywhere online that you read about wellness, that it is multidimensional. It has to do with your physical, emotional, intellectual, social, spiritual, occupational, environmental, financial, and cultural wellness. So it's about finding balance in every aspect of this in your life, whatever that means. So it does not mean that if you're sick, you cannot be physically well, you can be. I think that's it, right? It's kind of the all or nothing. And I feel like whenever I hear allusions or references to wellness, it's usually only with physical health. It doesn't usually encompass all of the the other areas. Sky, why, why do you find this term problematic? I mean, for many reasons, my take on it has definitely been tainted by like self-care and wellness culture and how wellness culture is just rooted in white supremacy and capitalism, misogyny and ableism. And it's preying on vulnerabilities like Shruti alluded to to get people to spend money. Also, as I've accepted more and more or like become further along in my like chronic illness journey, I've started to realize that, oh, like people are afraid of 
being unwell or becoming us. Anybody can become disabled at any time. Like you can join our club anytime. And I think there's a fear with that. I mean, I've been there too. I'm there now in a lot of ways are looking to optimize their lives. Like Shruti said, in like every single sector, you want that optimization. So you're well, you're quote unquote healthy. What does health even mean? It's different for everyone. And it's just so toxic and perpetuates so many harmful stereotypes and stigma. It's how other people perceive your health, right? What my well looks like is different than other people's well. And I think this idea that if you are not quote unquote normal or quote unquote healthy, then you are something is wrong with you and that you can't possibly experience joy if you are unwell. And it kind of perpetuates the stigma that people who are sick or, you know, mentally ill or disabled don't want more from their lives, which is very silly. I mean, I've been sick for a long time and I've always miserable for a long time. But once I really looked at wellness culture and how it was working and what I was being told and what I was conditioned to believe and I got out of it, I realized I can have fun. And, you know, even when I'm sick. So I am working on the mental wellness bit, but I'm working on finding balance everywhere. And you can do it even if you've been sick all your life, even if you're in pain every single day, even if you can't get out of bed. Even if you feel like the world is a black hole, so you can still find it. So it's just about what it means to you and not what someone else is telling you it is. That brings up a good point, though. Sky, how would you like define or how do you measure if you're doing well? What does it look like? That is something I'm always looking for. I don't really know. I think I've just been stuck in this rut of just being anxious and miserable all the time for a long time now. Like I had this amazing thing happen, you know, back in February. I got to go on this incredible trip and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the peak of me being well. Like I didn't even have a migraine the day of the event. It was wild to me. It just kind of has been such a letdown sense. And I'm like, will I ever be that, you know, quote unquote, well, again, still looking to to chase that high. Yes, I don't think I have like a an idea of what my well would look like. Kat, do you? Yeah, well, we asked our community and the answers are like chef's kiss. They're so good because I think it illustrates how different we all are. And that especially people with illness, how we define well is really different, right? So someone said a pain level of three to four, right? That looks well when your normal pain levels are eight, nine, ten. One member said that I don't spend most of my time managing my symptoms, right? It is kind of that idea of balance. Um, Some people said they can't even imagine a world where they are well. And I think that does make sense, right? Like we all go through periods where they're worse than others, right? If I'm in the ER, I would define myself as unwell. I do not find myself to be living my my best life when I'm there. Okay, one person said being able to get out of bed and get coffee. That is their definition of well. Shruti, how do you define it for yourself? It's interesting that everybody defines it in the sense of healthy and physical wellness. Nothing to do with anything else in life. This is interesting to me because it just shows that the propaganda is working. You know, we've just been conditioned to believe the well and unwell quote-unquote definition that people actually have, which is why all the answers that we've gotten has to do with physical well-being. For me, it took a long time to get here. Admittedly, I was not in this place even at the beginning of the year. But 
I can find moments even during like a very bad migraine attack where I feel like I am well. And it's just about changing the meaning of the word. The word is the problem. The understanding of the word that's been distorted is the problem. So yes, I'm in pain and everything, but the acceptance that I find in that moment is also wellness. Because mentally, I know I'm not going to be here forever. I know I will get through this because I have before. I know that I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll get to do something else. I know that I'll walk, get a cup of coffee anyway. So whatever it is, wellness doesn't have to do with the physical aspect. This is something that I had to work really hard to understand, to unlearn. How did you do it? Because I think Sky and I are sitting here going, give us your tips. Because I feel like I used to have that mindset. And then some really bad physical stuff happened to me over the past few years. And I'm having trouble getting back to that. That like finding the moments, understanding what it means to live. So how did you, how did you get there? Believe it or not, it had a lot to do with pain reprocessing therapy. So it was that and where you learn that it all comes back to this idea in wellness culture where it says, you know, personal responsibility, you have to take your well-being into your own hands, which can be quite harmful. But when you do it the right way with the support and everything, when you realize what it really means and not what it's marketed as, it kind of helps. I was just so tired of being gaslit and feeling so helpless and hopeless all the time that I decided, okay, let's just see what else I can do and flip the script. And it's hard to explain how I did it because I was in a really dark place. It just happened overnight. Literally, it did. It doesn't happen like that for anybody. But it was a lot to do with the things that I learned in pain reprocessing and how I applied it. I kind of sat with it and I thought, what does this mean to me? It's not about what they are saying. It's not about them saying, you just need to stop thinking pain. I just started thinking, what does this mean to me? I am tired of just surviving and existing. What will it take for me to live? And I made a list. It could be little things. I wanted to smile again. I wanted to paint again. I wanted to sing again. I wanted to spend some time with my daughter outside the house and feel happy in that moment. I wanted to take a shower for however long I wanted. You know, they were all little things. And I started doing that one after the other. And I found peace and joy and balance somehow. So would you say you feel well more than you don't based on your own personal definition? I feel well more than I don't. I am sick, but I can be well and sick. And that's it. It's the perpetuation that wellness is all or nothing. And Sky, it's not all or nothing, is it? No, I was just like nodding along and I, now I'm like, oh, I should have. I mean, luckily we're recording this conversation, but I'm like, Shruti, I just want to like play that back. That's something I've been really working hard on and trying to, I guess, wrap my mind around is I've been working through this like self-compassion workbook and I've been trying to accept pain and just kind of sit with it. So much easier said than done, but I really love what you said. Being chronically ill means, hey, we're sick for a long time, you know, chronic's in the name, but we can be well and sick. And now my head's just like spinning in the best way possible with like all these ideas. But yeah, that that all or nothing thinking, I'm I'm very, a very black and white thinker. Another thing I've been working on. And to be honest, I did not anticipate this conversation going this way. This has been incredible. You know, I was ready for, um, Kat and Shruti know all too well. I was ready to quite literally rage at the machine. I have all caps written in my notes. I was like, well, wellness, like we don't need goop. Like it's a 200 plus billion dollar industry in the year 2023. Like forget that. But I've learned a lot and this has been really great. Sky, if you had to give a tip that you're learning, that you're working through, for someone who's kind of sitting where you are to get to where Shruti is almost, what would you say? What would you tell them? 
So I've been working a lot on financial wellness, I guess, if we want to call it that. And part of that has been examining my purchases. And I've noticed that so many of them go to optimization or like this skin cream is going to be the thing to fix my acne. It won't. Like I have a dermatologist. That's who you see. But yeah, like I I try all these, you know, what I think are going to be panaceas, solve all my problems. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still have chronic physical and mental illness. So it's been really eye opening to sit with like a ledger each month and go through and highlight what I'm spending money on. And I honestly recommend that for everyone. Like I'm super privileged to be in a place where like I, I kind of purchase those things and just write them off as like, oh, they didn't work. But yeah, I recommend like really examining if you made a purchase for yourself or if you made a purchase because you felt pressure to do so by society, by friends, by magazines, you know, and so on. And then write your emotion that that purchase made you feel. You could even do a frowny face. That's interesting. Yeah, I read a book called Financial Feminist and that tip was in there and it was really helpful. Have you read that book, Shruti? I haven't, but I'm going to purchase it on Amazon right now. Well, Scott, you were saying you were trying to do what you could to fix the acne. Stop trying to fix yourself, guys. Like, that is the whole problem that people are selling that you're broken. You're not broken. Things can change and evolve even when they are not broken. And that's the whole point of wellness. It's about evolving. It's about finding a path towards growth. And you can grow, you know in every aspect of your life. I think what was missing for me was uh, emotional wellness and financial wellness. So when I was not working because of chronic illness getting so bad, it was hard for me because I was used to being independent and I feel like my worth was tied to it. And I just couldn't handle that. And that really messed with the whole balance. Emotionally, I was not okay. Physically, I was not okay. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a purpose. I felt like I was struggling everywhere. But once I realized, you know, what well could really mean, and I've started focusing on the things that I have and the things that I can do, which can still fit those criteria, it completely changed. Like my pain reprocessing coach said, what does this mean to you to be well? And I said, when I have a job, she said, well, yes, when you have a job, but what are you doing? doing now which kind of fits that sense of purpose why do you need the job I said because I want to feel worthwhile I want to feel like I'm good at something I want to feel a sense of fulfillment she said what are you doing now that makes you feel that way and I was advocating I was creating content on Instagram and that actually did give me that sense so she said well why don't you put it in that bucket for now fill that bucket up and then see how you feel and I felt yeah I am getting everything yes I'm going to get somewhere else I will along the way but I can figure out what in my life currently fills all those buckets and find the balance then not about fixing what's broken and I think the thread between all of us is letting external forces dictate your own path one thing that I talk repeatedly about with people in my life when they say things to me like, I just don't know how you do it. Like, I just wouldn't be able to get out of bed if I was you. I literally had that conversation this weekend and I look at them and say, but my life is still worth living. If your life was like mine, you would continue living. You would want to continue living. And so it's creating the definition for yourself of what it means and not allowing people or companies or Instagram or influencers or whoever influence how you view yourself and where you should be because oftentimes they're basing it on standards that do not make sense whatsoever. Oh my goodness, Shruti, Kat, always a pleasure to speak with both of you. And I've learned so much in the last 
what is it, only 15 minutes that I am going to have to sit with in silence and a journal. And thank you to everyone out there listening. If you want more conversations like this, subscribe to Chronic and Mighty by going to bit.ly slash spoonyinbox. That is bit.ly slash s-p-o-o-n-i-e-i-n-b-o-x. We'll see you in your inbox. Bye-bye. Be well. What does it mean anywhere? Bye.